Ciao, Bella. I am Oceana Fortuna, and this is the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast. We'll talk about a magical mix of mystical methods, including everything that works to live your best life, grow spiritually, and maybe find love. Open your heart, expand your mind, and connect with spirit to embrace the magic that is all around you. If you enjoy the show, please give it a thumbs up or write a glowing review and subscribe so you'll know when the next episode is available. And may good fortune come to all those who listen to the Breathe Love and Magic podcast. And now, on with the show. In this week's episode of the Breathe Love and Magic podcast, we're going to be talking about protection and setting boundaries. I've put these two topics together because they have a lot of similarity. Personally, I'm not a big fan of constantly protecting yourself. For me, the need comes from a basis of fear when you're always protecting yourself because you always feel vulnerable. And believing this, in my opinion, weakens your natural protection. That's kind of how I see it. I read something in The Course in Miracles once that stated, your attack thoughts are attacking your invulnerability. And that meant to me that, in fact, we are not vulnerable. We are invulnerable. And so your attack thoughts can't really harm you. And therefore, you don't need protection from outside or inside. Your thoughts are trying to attack you. You might feel other people are trying to attack you, but you are strong and, in truth, invulnerable, especially when thinking about this from the angle of spirit. I also studied with a Hawaiian shaman, Serge Kahili King, amazing, who said that people don't need to constantly protect themselves unless they believe they need to, and then they should go ahead and do that. So apparently a lot depends on your own belief system and point of view. Therefore, if you think, I need to be protected all the time, go for it and do it, because then that's right for you. As an empath and a sensitive person, there are situations where some protection can actually be really helpful. For example, while driving on the highway, I sometimes feel very vulnerable to people who are weaving in and out of traffic at about 80 miles an hour or so, like it's a video game. And I for sure protect me and my car, <laughs> whoever's in my car, because I absolutely feel vulnerable in that circumstance. Another place where I might protect myself is if I go into a crowd or even the mall or to some big event. That's when I might feel like, hmm, I want to strengthen my boundaries. Taking this a step further, boundaries are not just for your personal space. That's what we've been talking about now is protecting your personal space. But having firm boundaries keeps other people from taking advantage of you emotionally or with your time or money, just to name a few possibilities. So when you stand firm with clear boundaries, other people will not be as likely to impose upon you, and they will also know what to expect from you as well. This creates clarity about who you are and what you will and will not tolerate because you sort of state that and stick to those rules in your interactions with other people. 
Healthy boundaries are about having limits and are essential in life. They help you avoid feelings of resentment and anger that really develop and get created when you feel put upon by others who ask too much or are always asking for something new or never take your feelings into consideration or what your needs might be or don't reciprocate. If you are not familiar with how to establish strong boundaries, this is a time to read up on that and you can find a lot at psychcentral.com. That'll be in the show notes. The internet is filled with valuable resources to help you learn about and set and maintain healthy boundaries. So I'm going to give you a couple of examples of healthy boundaries and what they look like or what they might sound like. You say no to requests for your time or money that you don't feel are appropriate for you. Saying you can't help right now easily comes out of your mouth when somebody asks for something that you can't do but you could do later. So you would say, can't help you right now, but I am available later at 2 or whenever you're available. You might say that you don't feel you need to answer unwanted or prying questions. And you could respond by saying, gee, why do you need to know that? Or I'm curious why you're asking that. And then you could also say, "Mm, I'm not really comfortable sharing that at this time. Another healthy boundary example is that you communicate what you need and what you want. So, for example, you might say what would be really helpful right now is if you could just listen and not try to fix anything. Or what could be really helpful right now for me is if you would give me your advice on what I should do next. So when you're really clear like that, you're more likely to get what you want and need. Here's another You don't run your life based solely on being nice. You're willing to have boundaries, set limits, and say no because taking care of yourself is more important than just being nice. Or you don't immediately accept someone else's opinion of you or a situation. You take time to mull it over and think about if that feels right to you. And the last one is that you might keep your own counsel and take your own advice. Even when you ask for advice, you still consider and rely on your own position and self-knowledge about a particular situation to make your final decision the one that is right for you. So if you have trouble with any of these boundaries, you may in fact have boundary issues. I'm going to share a couple of ideas for maintaining basic personal space, and also boundaries. Then a little later in this podcast, I'm going to lead listeners in a boundary meditation to help you establish or strengthen your emotional boundaries. So here's the first idea to maintain your personal space. When I get on the highway, I imagine my car is wrapped in a bubble of protective white light. I see it as egg-shaped. And the bigger, rounder bottom part, that part faces in front of me. So the egg is kind of on its side around my car. So the rounder end is at the front of the car, pointing towards where I'm going. And the pointier part of the egg is in the back of the car. In this way, when the energy is coming at me, it makes a wider swath around my car because of the fat end of the egg facing where I'm going. To me, this feels very safe 
and I might visualize it frequently during my trip, depending on how crazy the drivers are and how long my trip is going to be, how long I'm on the road. The second example is when I take a longer trip. Before I even leave my driveway, I'm already in my car, I'm ready to go. I close my eyes and I picture making the full journey to my destination in a safe, comfortable, timely manner. And then when I arrive at my destination, I raise my arms in a cheer of celebration. And then I see the return trip as well, coming back safely and secure and re-entering my garage with another excited cheer that all is well and I've returned home fully intact. This sets the clear intention that all is well, going and coming back. This sort of visualization is called paving the way. And you can use it for many other situations as well. It's very powerful and affirming. Any big event, anything you have to attend, any big project you need to work on, any conversation you want to have, you can always imagine the whole thing and how you feel afterwards. That's called paving the way, and it is an amazingly powerful methodology that works for me every time I use it. The third example is if you are suddenly in a situation where you feel unsafe energetically, either because there are just way too many people for you or you feel emotionally or energetically at risk from the people you are talking to, you can try this very quick visualization. You don't even have to close your eyes. You can just imagine it's a big zipper that starts at your feet. So you grab hold of the tab and then you pull it closed right over your head. So you're actually seeing the full length of the zipper, all those teeth coming together and closing in front of you. And this creates a see-through cocoon of safety that's immediate. So your energy is protected in case you encounter an argument or you just don't feel safe energetically. These three Super simple and easy techniques work really well, and I encourage you to use them as needed. But as I stated at the start, I don't feel you need to use them all the time or all day long, but call upon them when something feels uncomfortable or out of the ordinary or not quite right, and they will always be there for you. So now let's move on to the boundary meditation. If you have trouble saying no to people, this meditation can be a big help and get you acclimated to establishing limits and a boundary and maintaining it firmly. This is not as much about protecting yourself as it is about knowing what is right for you, setting those limits, and sticking with them. Remember, when you set boundaries, you are clearly communicating what works for you and what behaviors and expectations you are willing to accept or reject. The fundamental concept behind boundaries is that you are not responsible for other people. Your main job in life is to take care of yourself first, and then your children if you have them, of course. But they are also responsible for themselves at some point and need to learn to fend for and take care of themselves and establish their own boundaries. I learned a lot about boundaries from interactions with my mother as a teenager. I learned how to set them up for myself 
for when I felt she was too demanding. Even though she was a great mother and I loved her, you might still need boundaries. All right, so here we go with the boundary meditation. Start with taking three slow, deep breaths. Feel your body relax. Take another deep breath and relax your body a bit more. Send down roots into the earth from your tailbone or root chakra so you can get firmly grounded. Down, down, down go the roots into the earth, firmly planting into the core. And those roots might spread out and widen as they go down, giving you a firm foundation. Then all that lovely, warm, soothing, healing, nurturing energy of the earth can come up slowly into your body, up through the roots, in through the root chakra, into your body, and fill it up. Allow that earth energy to fill up your aura and spill out the top of your head like a fountain into the room. Good. Next, reach up for some heavenly energy to come downwards from the heavens. This lovely white light rushes downward to spill over you and blend easily with the earth energy. The energies blend and mix and completely encompass you. You are now fully connected to heaven and earth. So beautiful. Now I want you to imagine and locate a large ball of yarn that sits just at your feet. It's a nice weight yarn, sort of substantial, and it's a pretty big ball, maybe like the size of a basketball. The color is lovely, something that definitely appeals to you, or it might even be multicolored or variegated. Imagine that the universe is going to knit or crochet a tube or cocoon around you. You don't need to know how to do the needlework. It will all be done for you. Count on the universe to take care of the actual knitting or crocheting. It's quite a marvel. As you can see a tube of yarn forming and coming up around your feet first, then your ankles and your calves. It fits quite loosely and comfortably. There's plenty of room. Just sort of cozy, really. Before you know it, the needlework surrounds the bottom of your legs all the way to the knees and then comes up even further to your thighs and hips. The cocoon fits loosely and you can easily move around within it. Wow, that's some fast knitting or crocheting. The next thing you see is the knitted or crocheted yarn comes up to your waistline. The universe has created this space that is your own private world and a visual representation of your healthy boundaries. It's a really soft, stretchy knit made like a cocoon of yarn. 
your arms are completely free and you can move about, but you are in your own space, which is deliciously safe. In a way, it's like how bees live in the honeycomb. Everyone should have their own space like this so you can maintain your boundaries and yet know that everyone is also connected. You are not alone just because you have your own cozy, safe cocoon. Now that you have this knitted cocoon that's yours, it's for your body, your energy, your emotions, your money, your time, your health, and your life. It's your own safe space where no one else can enter. Anytime you need it, you can come back here to your yarn cocoon. The great thing about this cocoon is that it's stretchy and totally pliable. So you can stretch it right over your head if needed for that added protection. You can even install a zipper from your toes up to your head. This way, if you don't have time to watch all the knitting or stretching to go on, you can simply zip up. Phew, now that you have a boundary that you can count on, that will help you be strong. No matter what people ask you, you'll be safe. From this safe place, you can be strong and if needed, say no. Setting healthy limits about what you will and will not do and communicating that to other people so they know what your limits are. No, I can't do any more work today. The rest will be taken care of tomorrow. No, I can't help you with that project right now because my plate is full. No, I can't do that today, but I can help you Tuesday. No, sorry, I can't make a donation to your cause at this time. No, driving to your house doesn't work for me. Can you come to my house this time, please? No, I can't talk about this right now, but we can talk later when you feel calmer. Those are just examples of great boundaries. Remember, you are entitled. And in fact, you deserve and need your own space. And it's wise to maintain your own space and set limits. So if people try to cross your boundary, you just jump into your knitted cocoon and know you're safe, protected, and in your own space. You can invite people into your cocoon if you like, but the point is you have your own space that cannot be interfered with as long as you maintain it. It's your space. You can even let it expand beyond your body. Make it as big as your office or your entire home. Stretch it to be as big as you want it to be, whatever feels safe and comfortable for you. It's very flexible and adjusts immediately to your needs. Feel free to come back to your private space whenever you need to and feel free to keep others out of your space. Also, invite people into your space if you want to. You are in charge. It's your job to maintain your space and healthy boundaries. And in this private space, you always feel good and completely safe. 
breathe, relax, feel centered. You know who you are and what you have to do within your knitted or crocheted cocoon. And you know how to take care of yourself in this space. It's really a beautiful thing. For now, allow your knitted cocoon to slouch back down to the floor. You can always pick it up anytime. You can also add to it or create more knitted patterns or whatever you want. After all, it's your space, your cocoon, and your boundaries. Know that you can raise your boundary anytime you like, anytime you need it. Your knitted cocoon and boundaries are always available to you. But for now, you're going to drop it and come back to your body. Come back to the room you are in. Wiggle your fingers and toes. And when you feel ready, open your eyes and feel completely awake and present, completely awake now. Great! There you have it. Welcome back. You now have a simple way to start working with your boundaries. Think about what you will do and will no longer do. Know your limits and be firm with them. Try your hand on communicating what your boundaries are as they come up or as needed or as people try your patience or ask for too much. Love and honor yourself by sticking with what you have come up with and established, honor your decisions about your boundaries. That wraps it up for boundaries and protection today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone you know who can enjoy and benefit from it as well. Lots of love to you. Thanks for listening today. Don't forget to like this episode if you enjoyed it. Write a positive review if you feel inspired and subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'll have more about love and magic next time. Until then, this is Oceana Fortuna reminding you to share your love and seek magic every day.